This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. changes we know the end is near welcome to the final stretch of the ranger ryan show season 12 season 11 is also coming to an end if you're listening uh yesterday we talked about uh, the fellowship of the ring and everything is coming to a close and it's kind of going to a close on a peter jackson kind of uh just epic collection here at the end and I have the pleasure of talking about the Hobbit movies, which, you know, uh, re-watching those has been um, a little bit more of a chore, uh, but I'm here to give you my honest opinion, talk about the professionals that uh, really know their stuff, right? Because we all know, we all know that to be the case. Uh, so this film that we're talking about today, An Unexpected Journey, uh, is a 2012 film directed by Peter Jackson. Uh, we did have Guillermo del Toro originally set up to direct the film, but uh, if we know anything, we do know that that uh, did not work out, and it might have actually helped uh, the entire film series if it did have a different director. And it's really because everyone was, you know, when you... You you kind of put the Lord of the Rings in the exact same category 
when you have Peter Jackson directing because people are going to be comparing them back and forth, and it's just not not comparable. It would have been nice to see a little bit different uh, directorial style with this film just to make it a separate thing. But obviously it can't be too separate uh, because we are dealing with some of the exact same characters and uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. What was this movie? Three hours? Something or other? Uh, it was uh, very long. Very long. Uh, but it did uh, it did very well uh, as far as, you know, it made money, right? And that is, uh, that's important, you know? Uh, almost nine years after the release of The Return of the King, uh, the film was released in theaters and grossed over $1 billion at the box office, making it the fourth highest grossing film of 2012. And in my head I was like, um... A billion dollars. I mean, you know, that's what everybody's going for nowadays. So what uh, what were the top films of 2012? So I'm going to go on a tangent real quick because I find it interesting. Honestly. Uh, Men in Black 3, number 10. $624 million. And I'm going to... Which I actually think I've talked about on the podcast. I adore... Men in Black 3. I, I, I'm a huge fan of Men in Black 3. Uh, number 9, The Hunger Games. At $694 million. Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted. Yikes. $746 million, number 8. Uh, number 7, The Amazing Spider-Man. Which I will also go on a limb and talk about um, my adoration for the Amazing Spider-Man series. Uh, but that is $757 million. The Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2, because we needed it to be in two parts, uh, did $829. Ice Age Continental Drift, yes, I did say that, number 5, at $877. And then we have number 4, which we're talking about today, which is The Hobbit and Unexpected Journey, which did a billion dollars, tied with number 3, the Dark Knight Rises, only really, you know, I mean, I just a, a little bit in between, really. Uh, but also a billion-dollar film. Skyfall, number two, $1.1 billion, And The Avengers at $1.5 billion. Big year. It was a big year, folks, for uh, movies. And uh, the receipt, you know, this film received uh, mixed reviews. Uh, some people not, you know, not liking the idea that it's, you know, kind of just a story we don't need in three films, at least. Uh, and others complaining about the frame rate. The frame rate. Uh, the film used a uh, shooting and projection frame rate of forty-eight frames per second. Uh, becoming the first feature film with a wide release to do so. Uh, the new projection rate was advertised as high frame rate to the general public. However, the majority of cinemas projected the film at the industry standard of 24 after it was converted. And it th I think it really took people out. If you watch it, if you watch it at home, I, you know, I rewatched it for this. And I really think uh, that... 
it it was fine. You know, it's obviously a little bit um, less mature, in my opinion. Uh, I do think the dwarves had a little too much, uh, a little too much individual characteristics. I don't think it helped that they all looked silly. You know, they each had their own little, uh, little, you know, type of uh, type of hairstyle or hat or beard or. It was uh, it was a uh, it was an interesting choice. Uh, also, a lot of uh, you know things behind the scenes of this film, animal deaths. Uh, so, at the facility where about 150 animals were housed for the produ- for the production of the film, uh, 27 died, and we're talking about horses, goats, chickens, and one sheep died to make this movie which obviously didn't help in its uh you know in its release you know i'm sure people were talking about that it's a big deal now uh so let's look let's see the critics here what what do they got to say film holds a 64 percent on rotten tomatoes that is uh 6.5 out of 10 wow Huh, all right. Uh, the consensus says uh, Peter Jackson's return to Middle Earth is an earnest, visually resplendent trip, but the film's deliberate pace robs the material of some of its majesty. You know, I will. I don't. I don't, I don't really have an issue with the pacing of the first film. Um, I would say the other two uh, were, you know, were were a little long. Because they weren't supposed to be two films. But all in all, I mean, it's not horrible. I wouldn't recommend you watch the extended cut. uh, But, I mean, it's perfectly fine. I think it's actually probably better for a younger audience. um, Because it does have a little little more uh, silly moments than uh, The Lord of the Rings. Uh, The flashbacks can get pretty, pretty graphic. Uh, so I'm not saying it's not, you know, it's for like two-year-olds. But it's still a fine story. And I will say the acting is phenomenal. Uh, I really don't... Uh, I know the movie gets a lot of flack. And we just got done with The Rings of Power, right? And it's funny, after rewatching this, you know, you always think like, oh, they took this from Lord of the Rings. Oh, they used this from Lord of the Rings. They recycled this from Lord of the Rings. But really, there's there's a lot of elements of The Hobbit that were kind of recycled in as well. So, I will say this. It, I mean, I'd rather watch The Hobbit than The Rings of Power. Uh, so, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I, the, <laughs> I feel like the gauge has shifted. The film gauge has shifted due to the rings of power. I think it really changed expectations when it comes to writing, acting, storytelling, because quite frankly, this was better. So I really don't, uh, I don't think we can keep bashing this movie anymore because uh, there's worse things out there. Could they have done this in one movie? Sure. 
Could they have done it in two movies? Absolutely. Did they want to do it in three to make more money? Of course. But (laughs) it's still better than anything else uh, that uh, is getting put out nowadays. So if you rewatch it, keep that in mind. Rewatch it on a, you know, on HBO Max. And you'll see that uh, it's not nearly as bad as other things. So maybe we need to uh, give it a break. And that's what I'm doing. I'm giving it a break. I'm not going to be as kind, probably, after I watch the next one. But uh, we'll be doing The Two Towers tomorrow, which I'm excited about. Uh, We'll have JT. I'll uh, probably keep doing this show on my lunch. It's my lunch break right now. And, you know, it's I know it's a short episode, but we really just want to cover and defend things that need to be talked about, and this is definitely one of them. I do think uh, when I talk about the desolation of smog, I think I'm probably going to have a little bit more to say, uh, because it really shouldn't have been two films after this. And I'll get into that when I come back in two days. But tomorrow I'll be back to talk about The Two Towers. Make sure to listen. Leading up, of course, to our Halloween special, which will be a totally different kind of show. But it will actually be... It will foreshadow uh, the new season coming next year. And I'm excited to share all that with you. So make sure to like this episode. Comment so I know you're listening. And subscribe so you don't miss this week's little tour de force, and uh, we continue talking about all these excellent fantasy films. Thank you, as always, for listening. Take care of yourself. I will talk to you next time, and as always, be well. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.